0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, Welcome to our uh, Vancouver Eastside Vineyard Sunday morning, fifth Sunday of Lent, here on March uh, the 29th, 2020. A very unusual Lent season this year as we are uh, broadcasting virtually. Uh, This is a short uh, uh, YouTube clip that we wanted to present before we go to our live Zoom. Uh, conversation as a church at 1130. So encourage you to watch this beforehand if you can. If you don't get the chance, of course, you're welcome to uh, view it later. So today is the fifth Sunday of Lent, as I said, and uh, as part of our worship, we're going to go to our Zoom broadcast at 1130 and interact around the story of the raising of Lazarus uh, from the dead And uh, uh, what I'd like to do is what we normally do at the beginning of our worship, is that we allow time for centering. And so we're going to light the candle and uh, have a time of silence and encourage each of you, where you are, just to take a moment to stop, take a few deep breaths, and uh, just be aware of your body resting on your chair or wherever you are. And be aware of what's going on in your heart, whether there's grief or sadness or joy or pain or fear. Just just be aware of those and that Jesus is with you. As we light this candle, uh, this is a reminder that Jesus is with us, that we're not alone in whatever we're facing today. So I just invite you to do that right now as I light the candle. And then after a moment of silence, uh, Kathleen and I are kind of trading camera duties here uh, just a point of vulnerability um, at 2 o'clock in this morning uh, I had to get up and uh, 2 30 this morning and take our homestay daughter uh, to the airport uh, very shocking and sudden turn of events in our own home situation where we uh, found out uh, late in the week that she had to return home to Italy uh, after just a delightful two months that we've enjoyed with Sophie. and She lives in Northern Italy, of course an area that's been hard hit uh, by the virus, and we encourage you to be praying for her. She's so much endeared herself so quickly to our community, uh, often being in church with us. And uh, so just a shout out to her because she told me she's going to watch this a little bit later. And uh, we love you, Sophie. We miss you. And uh, I think this grief that we're feeling is so typical of these times. There's just so many unexpected changes and uh, turns of events that we're all facing and dealing with. And I think it's just so important for us to be uh, present to that, to be attentive to that uh, in our grief this morning. So, Kathy uh, and I both come with our emotional and physical limitations uh, with our technical limitations because Sophia was normally our camera person and uh, we trust that you'll bear with us so I'm just going to light the candle and just invite Jesus to be with us and allow this to burn through our time today and if you have your own candle where you are I encourage you to light your own candle and just to enter into this time of silence Let's just do that for a moment. So I'm just going to invite Kathleen now to read. And I'll come and take the camera. And this has been our text this week from Psalm 130. And we read it on Friday night at our prayer gathering. And it continues to be our lectionary text today.
1: Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive. To my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can with reverence serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins.
0: Amen. Thanks, Kathleen. So, again, from our home to yours, wherever you are, we send love and blessing and peace and grace to each of you. Know that you're loved and held by God in this time. And to, today, uh, I want to just lead you in a little bit of uh, musical worship. Uh, if you have uh, a smartphone or or some device that's connected to the internet, will be singing uh, the song Waymaker. So if you just Google Waymaker lyrics, that will come up. And we'll also be singing the song um, Generous Giver. So again, if you just Google Generous Giver lyrics, those lyrics will come up for you. Uh, But just before we do that, I just wanted to preface our musical worship with a few thoughts and prepare us for our Zoom conversation, which we'll be having at 11.30 today. And it's just a reflection on the story of the resurrection of Lazarus. Um, there's so much about this story that is uh, about the messy in between. Um, there's, there's this mystery as to why Jesus delayed. And uh, when he heard about his, one of his best friends being sick, who was the brother of two other of his best friends, Mary and Martha. So it was Lazarus, Mary and Martha, all deeply loved by Jesus, not just loved in a agape God kind of way, but loved as dear friends. And yet there was this intentional delay that seems to have happened where he could have rushed to the scene and uh, done a rescue and, and healed Lazarus as he healed so many others but yet there's this, this mysterious delay. And I feel that's so descriptive of the time. And because in that delay there is grief, it's, there's lament. Um, through our prayer and fasting this week and our night of prayer on Friday night, strong themes of hope and promise coming out of this severe crisis that we find ourselves in around and with people around the world. And, it was very uh, instructive for me. I joined a Zoom conversation with Peter Scazzaro, who, uh who is the, the author of the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality material that we've gone through as a church on Thursday. And I was with 1,300 other pastors from around the world on this Zoom call. And uh, somewhere in England, somewhere in South Africa, Europe, and different, United States, Canada, English-speaking countries were on the Zoom call. And it was so striking to me that every one of us were in exactly the same situation. We were having to have church the same way. Um, We were facing the same um, involuntary isolation. And Peter reminded us that uh, in the early centuries of the church, there was this time of voluntary uh, isolation that occurred where the desert fathers and mothers who became disillusioned by the way the church had become married to the culture, uh, fled to the desert and, and, and entered voluntary isolation. And out of that came the monastic movements like the Benedictines that had uh, rhythms of work and rest and prayer and community and uh there was a sense that there was this invitation from God to take advantage of this involuntary isolation that we're going through, to find rhythms of rest, to find rhythms of work, rhythms of community. We're gonna have to do it um, creatively right now, uh, but how can we do that in rhythms of, of prayer and worship? And uh, and to see our home units, so where we wherever we are, as, Uh, many uh, communities. Um, Of course that's hard for those of you that are living alone right now and we want to be particularly sensitive to you and uh, I'm thinking of you parents that have been so amazing. Uh, I've just been hearing stories and seeing uh, social media just creative ways that you are being in community with your children with a lot more time and to, to be together and uh, finding ways to spend that time to do that creatively. And so a big shout out to all our, our, our parents and caregivers and uh, families with children for, for just the extra, um, we're, we're mindful of just the extra cost uh, that this has been. And our prayer is that there will be exceedingly uh, multiplied back to you in so many rewards beyond what we can imagine. Uh, And we're praying for you and find and seeking for creative ways to be supportive to each other in this time so uh, I feel that the word uh, for us today is Is to be gentle with yourself and with others during this time? Uh, there's so much just as with um, uh, uh, Sophie's departure uh, just a few hours ago, that I, I wasn't even expecting a few days ago, and it's just uh, so shattered my heart. And I'm finding I'm ha- there's disorientation about even our home situation. Of, and of course, we're in we're, Catherine and I are together, and we're in community, but it has an impact on the dynamic. And 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 there were so many hopes uh, she was going to be at church camp uh, this summer, uh, th- this May, and. We were going to do some co-play songs together that we've been singing. and Sophie's just dove into our worship. Last night, we spent an hour just worshiping together. She loves our worship songs. and So she's become such a part of our, our community. And, uh, and so there's disorientation that happens with, with change, sudden change. And so much change right now. It's just unexpected and sudden. And I feel like the, words, uh, the word of the Lord to all of us is just be gentle with yourself. Don't, give, your, give yourself extra slack. And in doing that, do that with one another. Uh, it, I think it, that the potential for conflict and misunderstanding and miscommunication is much higher right now. And so be aware of that. And give yourself more time for getting work done. Um, don't hold yourself to the same standards of normal. Uh, as far as achievement and getting tasks done. Um, be aware that there's just uh, so many restrictions and constraints being placed upon us. And so this is a time for us to be attentive to God's desire to show us his heart and his love and his delight in us, that he He is for us uh, and that he is working through all of this for our good. And so, um, Give yourself to these rhythms, find creative ways, help one another as you can, for rhythms of prayer and worship, rhythms of rest, uh, rhythms of community and relationships and finding creative ways through social media and social distancing to do that, and work, just like the Benedictines, they had these rhythms that uh, were such a blessing to helping them uh, continue to be Uh, present to God and to themselves and to one another. Control your media and news input. I would encourage you not to get on the news about the the crisis more than once or twice a day. Do it for a few minutes, get caught up, then get on to other things. Life is still moving on. Yes, we need to be aware and we need to be informed. Be aware of addictions, be aware of substitutes. Media is a wonderful tool but it's also a danger uh, as a substitute for intimacy, counterfeit intimacy, whether through social media or endless uh, uh, things uh, that we we get embroiled in that cost us the ability to be present to God and to each other. And let God love you. Let God be gracious to you in this time. So those, that's just a gentle exhortation pastorally that I wanted to pass on to you and uh we're gonna to go to some musical worship uh, right now. Actually, Kathleen had something to share, so I'm gonna let her share briefly before we go to, to singing.
1: Hi, everybody. So it was just on the value of parenting, I just was very, very aware of how vital parenting is, and it's it's, it's not easy to steadfastly promote and support the raising of children in all their aspects including the emotional the physical the intellectual the social and of course the financial and Gordy and I being in our 60s of course we still feel a great heart to parent our own children and it's been such sweet um, discourse for, for me, for example, to to receive daily uh, Facebook posts from my son and just to see him battle through, you know, the the COVID crisis. And so I just wanted to encourage you from Psalm 127, which states, children are a heritage from the Lord. They are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. And also Jesus, when he stated in Mark 9, he's, he talked about how if we receive a child it's like receiving himself it's actually like receiving jesus himself so today when many of you are so um challenged in during this COVID crisis to be at home finding resources i just want to uh, s- s- stand with gordy and praying that you would be comforted and encouraged and i have a quick little poem not that i wrote this time but from a poet named Fion. Lynn, um, she writes in her poem, My Family. When I was down, my family was there to pick me up. When I was unwell, my family poured forth care. During times when I was lost, I was guided back to my family. During times when I was forlorn, my family was my undying supporters. Through tears and anguish, through joys and laughter, my family weathered it all. My heart fills up tenderly with love and appreciation and gratitude for my family will always be a part of my life. So we are just grateful to be part of your families and we stand with you in prayer and encourage you for strength to continue being wonderful caregivers for your children and also for the singles, wonderful caregivers for others.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Kathleen. So, uh, if you want to just Google Waymaker lyrics, uh, you can sing along with me, with us today. And uh, just a reminder, our Zoom call, uh, you can uh, uh, be Connected by going to our closed Facebook site, and there's a link there or through the uh, Mailchimp that we sent out so that you can log in and be with us at 11.30 today. to join with us in a few minutes into the Zoom conversation. If you caught this at another time, may God's love and grace and peace surround you and be with you as you abide in his unfailing, endless, eternal, unconditional love. God bless you.